Welcome to Sell Your House. This is the show where we talk about everything related to the home selling process. My name is Cliff Holmes from Holmes Property Firm, where we help people with challenging real estate situations. In today's episode, we'll be talking about walking through your house before you get ready to sell it. This will allow you to decide what should and should not be fixed. So when we talk about a walkthrough, we're thinking even if you don't get your home inspected by a professional inspector, or if you do get your home inspected by a professional inspector, inspector, excuse me, it's still a good idea to do this. And I'll explain a little bit why later. But with the walkthrough, you're going to walk through your house room by room. You're going to do the inside and you're going to do the outside as well. You're going to make note of any condition issues or potential problems that can affect your property's list price, value, or showability. So some of the things that you're going to look for are damages. You want to check the walls, ceilings, doors. Look for any damages. You know, behind doors, if you don't have a door stopper behind your door, behind that space behind your door, it could get nicked up a little bit from the door constantly opening and hitting the wall. So you want to check areas like that. You want to check for chipping paint. Again, look at the walls, the ceilings, anywhere in your home where paint might be chipped. Make note of it and decide if you're going to repaint or or touch it up or something. But you want to check for chipping paint in your home. Look for any safety or condition issues like loose stairs or loose railings, um, any kind of peeling or moldy tile caulking on on the floors, things like that. You want to uh, keep an eye out as you're walking through your home. Look for those things. Check for out-of-date fixtures, any kind of, you know, your faucets and things like that. You want to make sure those things are are more modern and not from the 60s or whatever, especially if you have an older house. So you want to look for any fixtures in your home, doorknobs, things like that, that may be out-of-date. Look for any faded or discolored paint or wallpaper. Again, check your walls. Look for these things, especially if you have pictures or any kind of artwork on your walls. Paint can fade over time, especially if it's ex- if it's exposed to the sun. So what you want to do is, you know, look behind the picture, see if the picture behind the if the paint behind the picture is darker than the paint that's on the wall then you have an issue and you want to do something about it you're going to need to probably repaint that whole wall so you want to check behind look for any faded or discolored paint think about the unique style features that are in your home so if you have any kind of things like a mural you know a lot of times people will will do um, nice kind of decorate hand-drawn decorations in the kids rooms or things like that or you know um some people do chalkboards in their in their kitchen, so they'll do chalkboard paint, put a board around it. We've did we've done this at a home before, uh, things like that. You want to consider what do you want to do with those? You want to keep it up there? You want to fix it up? You want to get rid of it or change it? So things like that. Take a look at all of your clutter. Look around your house. Think about all the knickknacks and over furnished rooms or things that are on your wall. You know, some people have walls with like millions of pictures on it. Remember, as you're going through your house, you're not thinking about what you like. You're trying to think about what would a potential buyer like. And people don't like clutter. When people are searching for a home, they don't like clutter. They want to be able to see themselves in that home. So a lot of clutter would definitely be a turnoff. 
Think about scaling back on your knickknacks and, and your, your curio cabinet. And, you know, take some of that stuff out. You may have dozens of little figurines or, and things all over the house. Think about scaling those back, putting them in storage, putting them away. And like I said in the beginning, you want to look outside. Check on how does your house look from the street. Make sure your grass, if you have grass, you want to make sure it's cut. You don't have to have all these fancy water features and all this, but you want to have basic lawn maintenance. Pull weeds. Make sure your grass is well well cut. Uh, you could decide to hire a professional landscaper to kind of you know fix it up or or you could do some things yourself, but you want to make sure that it looks presentable and not just weeds everywhere and paint chipping on the outside of your house or maybe you have a piece of siding coming off. You want to make sure all your siding in your house, if you have aluminum siding, take a look. So if you can see the roof from the street, make sure the roof looks good to your eye, at least from the street. Now, there may be things that you can't see with your naked eye where you're not um, well equipped to assess, but you can look at a roof and tell if it looks good or not. So you want to at least be able to do that. And like I said before, this is not the same as the pre-listing inspection that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Because a pre-listing inspection, we have a professional come in your house and do an inspection. It's going to be much more thorough. He or she is going to be really focused on, they'll be focused on some cosmetic things, but their focus is going to be on systems and structure of the home. They're going to make sure the electrical is working properly and the plumbing, toilets are flushing, uh, outlets are working, light switches, things like that. Your HVAC is, is good, things like that. A professional inspector is really not going to care what the fixtures of your sink look like. They're going to care if they work, but they're not going to care if they're dated or anything like that. That will never show up on a home inspection report. That's the kind of thing you're going to pay attention to in your walkthrough. So those are the real differences. When you think about a professional inspector, they're thinking about structures and systems and everything working properly. And a little bit of cosmetic. When you're doing your walkthrough, you're focused more on cosmetic and structure at some point, but definitely not as as heavy because you just don't have the same professional knowledge. So you don't know to check every outlet and make sure it's working and things like that. But the your home inspector will do that. If you decide to leave any appliances, you want to make sure that they're professionally cleaned. You just want to just want to you don't just want to leave someone with this a uh, dirty refrigerator or things like that you really you want to put your best foot forward especially people going to walk up to your home it's, especially if you're going to be showing a home that's not going to be occupied when while you're showing so maybe you've already moved out the home you definitely want to have make sure your appliances are clean as clean as possible look as good as possible because again best foot forward when you're trying to sell your house at some point, you're going to have to decide as you're going through, looking at everything, once you've assessed everything that you believe needs to be improved or updated or changed in your home, you want to make the decision whether you're going to hire someone or you're going to do it yourself, otherwise known as DIY. And as you're thinking through this, you want to understand your own limitations. I know the a lot of these shows on TV make it make make doing DIY so glamorous and it's so nice that I I built these cabinets and installed them myself and all that. You want to understand your limitations. In my opinion, DIY is really good for, you know, small cosmetic things, changing doorknobs, tightening up a, the blade on a ceiling fan, uh, replacing light bulbs and, and, and doing some painting, some, some light painting, things like that. DIY is completely fine for most people, but you need to think about your time and the money. 
in most cases, a professional can probably do a job faster than you can because that's his or her full-time job. Think about as you're making these repairs, do you have other commitments? Do you have a full a schedule of your own job in addition to if you have children, your kids' activities? So thinking about doing a major repair in your home, you're going to try to fit in this major repair in addition to going to your work, your job full-time. In addition to if your kids have activities, dance, baseball, basketball, things like that. Uh, you know, any kind of chess club, whatever kind of activities your kids are doing. And so you're going to be carting your kids back and forth to their activities in addition to doing your job. And now you're going to find time to do this major repair of your house. So you want to think about those kinds of things. Chances are you probably couldn't get it done as fast as a professional. And it may be cheaper, but at what cost? So you want to, you want to, evaluate your time versus your money and see where that comes out. In some cases, you may have to buy special tools or rent special tools. And that's, again, that's another expense when this professional already has these tools and he or she uses them all the time. So, or are there any special permits that will be required depending on what kind of repair you need to make? So you need to think about all these things when you decide whether A, I'm going to do this myself or B, I think it's much better for me to hire someone. Remember, when you're getting ready to sell your house, time is, is sometimes of the essence because you want to get your house and get it on the market as soon as possible because you want to beat potential competition. You want to that you may or may not know about, but you want to beat competition to the market to get your house on the market as soon as possible because chances are you, you have another house that you're looking to get or that you already have. So you don't want to carry multiple mortgages at one time in the perfect world. One mortgage ends and another mortgage begins within a decent time frame. You don't want to have overlapping mortgages for multiple months, which could happen if you definitely need to move soon, but you still have this other house that hasn't sold. So remember, time is of the essence. When you're thinking about selling, when you're trying to get your house on the market, time time, time, always thinking about the time frame. And so having a professional may save you a lot of time and chances are he or she will do a, a better job. If you hire the right person, if you do your due diligence, he or she would probably do a better job than you could on your own. It will save you a lot of headache. Though. Think about the frustration that you would have trying to do a repair in addition to trying to balance everything else in life. <laughs> in case you can't tell, I have had this experience and I have, and there have been times when I wish I had just hired somebody, but I'm agonizing over this repair in addition to everything else that's going on in life. So you definitely want to put some serious thought into, yes, it's much better. It may cost me a little bit more money than I would like, but it'll be much better to have a professional take care of this than me trying to do it myself. As you're thinking about making these upgrades in your home and the home you're trying to sell, which will soon be somebody else's home, don't go overboard. You want your kitchen and bathroom to look nice. You want everything to be clean, but you don't need solid gold fixtures in your kitchen. <laughs> you know, you don't need uh, the absolute top of the line refrigerator that that talks to the internet and cooks breakfast automatically and you know does all these crazy things. So you don't want to spend double the amount um, that you would have to on a refrigerator just because it's you know, the top of the line, latest and greatest thing. You want a, a good function, you want good 
in the example of refrigerator, you want a good functioning refrigerator that's on par with other homes or what people will be looking for. And people are looking for, as far as refrigerator goes, people are looking for a refrigerator that works and dispenses ice and things like that. You know, you don't need, you don't necessarily have to have a refrigerator that you tap it and the whole front, you can see the whole um, inside of the refrigerator by pushing a button on the front. You know, that's top of the line. That's expensive. That's probably not what most people need to have in their home. So just kind of think about that. You don't have to go overboard with the appliances and fixtures inside. And as you're thinking about things on the outside, you don't want to waste money on pools if you don't already have one. Water features, if you don't already have one, showy landscaping. You know, if you don't already, if you have just generic or general landscaping, you don't need to go out and buy a shrub that looks like a a cupid or a swan or, you know, all these kind of crazy things. You don't want to, you don't need to do that. You want to just make sure your landscaping looks nice. If you have a pool, make sure it's cleaned well and, and, you know, the patio is clean, but you don't have to go installing one. You don't need to install a fountain outside. That's that would just be a waste of your, your efforts. You also want to think about any kind of, you don't need, where you're thinking about things that, that are in your house, you don't need any kind of other hidden upgrades like heated floors. You know, if your floors aren't already heated, don't need to go get heated floors or fancy window treatments. If you have just normal drapes and, 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 and blinds in your house, that will be fine. Just you want to you want to do things that make your house look presentable and look good, but don't go overboard and don't go showy and you don't want to outprice yourself out of the market. You do, you know, you you uh, your home may be worth, let's say, two hundred fifty thousand dollars and that's comparable to the market. But you do all these upgrades now in order to recoup all the money that you put into the house. Now you need to list it for 280 or something like that. Now you're out of the market and nobody's going to want your home. It may look really nice, but the other houses on the market are all going for around 250. And with the upgrades that you put in, you think you need to put it on for 280 in order to recoup some of the expenses that you've, you shelled out to make these upgrades. So as you're moving and as you're going through this process, you want to think about and be cognizant of all of these things. At the end of the day, talk to your agent. As you're, as you're making a list of all the things you want to change, talk to your agent. He or she, if, she, if he or she is a good agent, he or she has a really good pulse on what other houses in your area look like, what other homes are going for, what kind of uh, appliances and what kind of fixtures home, that homes in that area have, what that type, what the type of buyer you're trying to attract is looking for. Like last episode, we talked about your target market, things like that. Your agent will kind of be able to help steer you. A good agent will help steer and guide you in that in, in those manners. Now, if your agent can't do that, then he or she is not a good agent. You want to find somebody else. But a good agent will be able to kind of help you navigate um, the things that you the things that you have in your home and understanding what belongs, what doesn't belong, what needs to be changed, what doesn't, things of that nature. Overall, identifying the issues will make your home much more appealing. To a potential buy, when a potential buyer reviews your home, and the end result, your home is going to sell much faster and for a much better price. If you have a good understanding of what your home needs to look like, and you hit that mark, and then 
it's much more appealing when a buyer comes in and they see your house and right away they're hooked and they love it. That's that's what you want. And of course, you won't see this most times when buyers come and, and view your home. But uh, you'll find out that a, a person will come in your house and see it, see that there's fresh paint on the walls, that they can come in and not make little, make minimal to no repairs and they'll fall in love. Probably what happened to you when you first bought the house in the first case. Those are just things that you want to think about as you sell your house. A walkthrough, I can't state this enough, doing a walkthrough, and it may seem tedious and, you know, you want to get the house in the market, you need to get out the house as soon as possible, but doing that will help you understand what kind of condition your home is in, where you stand, and what you need to do to get your home looking as good as possible so it can sell as fast as possible. Those are just some things for you to think about. I know you had a lot of different options, and I appreciate you taking some time um, to listen to me. If you live in the Washington, D.C., Maryland, or Virginia area, and you're looking to sell your house, please go over to homespropertyfirm.com, and there's information there. Uh, there's a form you can fill out if you're interested, and just even if you're just thinking about it, uh, me or a member of our team will contact you and we'll talk to you about the possibilities of selling your house. And if it works, we'll make you a, definitely a fair offer on your home. And if we can't help you, we can recommend someone who can. So, again, go to homespropertyfirm.com if you live in the DMV area. We'd love to talk to you about your home and helping you get it sold. You can also check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Homes Property and on Facebook, Homes Property Firm. And if you go to YouTube, you search Homes Property Firm on YouTube. We got some videos up there, adding videos every week to help people understand selling their home and real estate and all that kind of stuff. So again, I want to thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.